0: Hey friends, welcome to Because She Chose. If you're a busy mom desiring consistency and growth in your relationship with God, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Camille McIntyre. In this show, we'll discover practical tips, find helpful resources, and interview amazing women as they share their stories on growing in their relationship with God. Thanks for joining in and listening. Hello, everyone just want to say thank you for joining with me on Mondays. This is such an amazing group of ladies that are just traveling through on their journey with the Lord and learning how to develop their faith in God. Melissa Dyer, and I'm excited to be talking with her. We're going to talk about a devotional life and what that looks like. So I'm just so pleased that this friend of mine that I, have gosh, I'm thinking about it about a year and a half ago. I'm always talking about something called the Get Unstuck Challenge that I did Right as COVID was hitting in March and in April, I started to pray because I said, Lord, I am really not doing well. I was into depression. I was had so much anxiety over what was happening. And I always tell the ladies, we always chuckle about it. I wanted to put the covers up over my ears and not even get up out of bed and much less have any kind of devotional life with God. <laughs> Although I loved him and I knew that he cared for me and he wanted to be there for me through that situation, I kind of shut down. So I said, Lord, I, I need to get out of this. I need to get unstuck. And I started to reach out to some ladies. Some ladies were reaching out to me and saying, I feel the same way. So because these women were just coming and kind of gravitating to one another, we we're like, well, what can we do? So that's why I decided to do this. I think it was like a 10-day challenge, get unstuck challenge. And Melissa was one of the sweet, dear friends that I had come to know through Instagram. And I said, you know what? You have a book out. I mean, her book is amazing. And when I read through it, I said, wow, this is something that people need to know. So I just wanted to introduce you to my friend. She's just come out with a new devotional that we're going to discuss. Hello, my friend. Are you there? Hello. I am. Can you hear me okay? Yay. 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 I can hear
1: you.
0: I'm just so pleased that you were able to come on. Let me just read to you a little bit about who you are, and then you can explain, you know, what you're doing with yourself now. And Melissa's book, of course, like I said, is Learning to Roar, and it's Life Lessons on Faith and Courage and Female Pride, which I love. And Melissa is a wife, mother, business owner, and champion of women. She's worked as a corporate executive in Christian ministry, and as a homeschool mom, her writing and teachings have inspired and challenged and educated readers, including myself, and listeners for more than 20 years. She resides in Florida with her husband and children. So Melissa, tell us a little bit, of course, about you, what you've been doing with yourself since our last conversation and
1: take it away. Well, what's new and exciting in my world is we just became empty nesters. So that's a whole interesting life transition that we're really enjoying. And I think... Mm -hmm that it's a great, just practical reminder that life is full of seasons and transitions. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really what's going on right now. I had a conversation with a few ladies that I get together with once a month and we do a mastermind. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, in my monthly newsletter, my theme was transition. Mm -hmm. Obviously I had just experienced a transition. And I think that September is like that month where especially people were kind of going back to school and they were having to endure some kind of a transition. And I said, you know, I really want to speak to the fact that everyone was hoping that we were going to return Mm. to life as normal. And they were thinking, oh, 2021. And here we are We're on month number nine. We're coming to the end of month number nine. And the illustration I've been using, because I really speak in word pictures a lot, it's kind of like Noah on the ark. We're like, did the rain stop? Can we get out? Did the rain stop? Can we get out? And we're thinking, and it really is something very prolonged. And really when we do kind of reach the end of this, Very long change that God is working in our world.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: When we are transitioning, we are going to be entering a new world. Like there's no going back to the way things were. And I think that when we face the unknown and there's a lack of clarity, we do get stuck because we're looking for what is the way forward? Where is the path I need to take? Where is um, a place that I have clear footing? Because we like to see far out in the future. We don't want to see like just one step ahead. But really, when we're walking with the Lord, everything is one step at a time, one step at a time, even when we think that we see a long runway, so to speak. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not necessarily going to be the course, you know. So in this conversation I'm having with my friends and I'm like, what's my word? What is a word that's easy to put on this? And I was still, and I'm not sharing my word. I'm not going to give it up yet, but I have my word for next year. Really what it ended up being is one of them. She's like, wow, because she sent me a text. She went to the grocery store later that day. She sent me a text and right on the face of the cover of Magnolia journal
0: Mm-hmm.
1: it's using the language, the winding way forward. It is what we're all going through right now. We are all in a so collective good. season of just being like, we're not where we were. We're not maybe totally stuck. Yeah, We're kind of walking, but we don't know what the way forward is and how long mm-hmm. are we going to be walking and where are we going? So I do think that very much speaks to We are in a prolonged in-between. Yes. There is something shifting. There's something changing. We're transitioning. And that is exactly the environment where either amazing things can happen Hmm. or we can get a little bit off course. So I know that your challenge right now or what you're really encouraging is, having a daily devotion life. And I think Mm -hmm. that when you do have some kind of daily interaction with the Lord, it doesn't matter if you feel like you're kind of plodding through the path that has Mm -hmm. lots of bushes. And the trail has been, I just was at a weekend retreat. I was speaking there for the weekend and the conference center has been closed from the pandemic. So we were the only group there, 40 ladies there. And we took a trail and we're asking, we're like, this is so overgrown. We can't even hardly see the trail. And probably due to a lack of finances for the upkeep. Basically, when you're not keeping the trail worn well, (laughs) you can lose sight of it. And all the grass gets overgrown and the bushes. So when we do something daily, it keeps that trail Come on. You're preaching now. You're preaching so hard. So
0: good. That's a great word picture. Like I love what you are saying. It's exactly what I've been trying to say to so many of these ladies. And you're off the path. You can't even find the path, right? Right. Funny that we were talking about God directing our paths because and the devotional today was Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. You know, so it's such a great thing when God just brings all those things Mm -hmm. kind of full circle. It's amazing. So basically What you're telling me is this retreat center doesn't have the funds coming
1: in. We assumed, we were really questioning. We were wondering why they weren't keeping it up. It's kind of in the hills. There's forest all around and It was an absolutely spectacular setting. But Mm. the group that I was speaking to, they use this facility on many occasions and they're like, wow, we're really shocked at how Mm. much they haven't kept it up. So we're thinking that's probably the reason why it's interesting. It speaks a lot
0: to one of the things that a few ladies have been asking me because I, I list a lot, the spiritual disciplines, you know, and of course, journaling is one of them, the, the devotionals are it's one of the disciplines. But I've been talking a little bit about fasting. And one of the things the ladies are asking are, what does that look like for you? How should we do that? And I love the idea of this retreat center that's overgrown, because what is a retreat? What we should be doing this, we should be pulling aside, right? And yeah, And what a what a great word picture there that people are not using that, but they're not doing that what they should do,
1: right? Right.
0: And if they were, that more people were coming to this retreat center to rest, to reset,
1: that path would
0: be well worn. Yeah.
1: So to kind of circle back to your original question, Mm -hmm. so my book is about my personal faith journey, the intersection between my faith journey and Mm -hmm. courage, and what I learned, and basically, so in So this year I ended up piggybacking off of that. And I did write a devotional that speaks to the intersection of courage and our relationship with God.
0: Mm. Okay. So now how do you have it laid out? That's always a big
1: thing that the ladies are always asking me. So my book, it's called Mm -hmm. Courageous Days. And (laughs) again, I'm going to say this is for me what a devotional needs to do. Yeah. A devotional needs to include scripture. A devotional needs to include a reflective interpretation Mm. of that scripture and where it intersects life. And then it should have some kind of a call to action for you. It's just not enough for us to take in. Yeah. We actually need to do something with what we're taking in. Mm -hmm. So it should either lead you in a time of prayer or Mm. lead you in a time of journaling Something like that. So Mm -hmm. basically, my devotional is a 30 day devotional that does include a scripture verse. It includes a reflective interpretation from the verse. It then goes on to give you kind of my own personal confession about ways in which I'm not working with God in that area. Like, Mm -hmm. how do I truly feel about that? Like, here's the verse here's what I should be getting from the verse. Mm-hmm. But if I'm really honest, I'm not always feeling that way. So mm-hmm. it does have a confessional statement. It does have a prayer for you to pray mm-hmm. in response to what if I'm not feeling like that? Right. What's in that for me? And then it also includes a journaling page. So it's fairly concise, mm-hmm. but it does have many components. And then there are a few full, Page spreads that you can color. So it has some nice coloring pages in there. Yeah. I
0: love it. It sounds like you have everything that I love in it. (laughs) And I can't wait to get my hands on it. I know some ladies say, but I'm not creative. And so neither am I. My daughter and my husband have all of the artistic talent, but it's so cathartic when you're, you know, just a color like that is, it just expresses, you know, some creativity and it just feels good. I think Mm -hmm. it just really releases some endorphins. But I love bulleted points. Like I need to have some sort of, you know, strategy, something to follow. And for years and years, I used to love following acts, the acronym acts, right? Right. You know, I really love the idea of reflecting on what the scripture, because I don't know if people do that. The scripture is saying and then applying it, right? I've been using soap a lot lately. So, okay. you know, that prayer point is, is really important for me, that ending with the prayer. But the confession is a big deal. Like that's what the Lord, he wants you to use it as a mirror, his scripture, his word as a mirror and highlight these areas of your life that might not be pleasing to him and hopefully try to make change. I love that. I'm always convicted. Most of the time, I have to be honest, when I do my devotional, my daily devotional, it's more of an encouragement for me. From the Lord it's like I'm reading it and I'm like wow what he's saying to me is this meaning mm-hmm. about to me about my life I'm always applying mm-hmm. things like in that way but sometimes then you get that scripture that's like oh boy <laughs> he's hitting some buttons here you know what do I do about that
1: well and I would say too uh, when I say confession it's not designed for a and I would say that anyone listening to this mm-hmm. it's never about performance or measuring up mm-hmm. with God here's the thing. He already knows what's in our hearts. And really when we're making confession, it's for us being open before him to say, that's not really where I am. So what are we going to do about that? You know, prayer is really that conversation that is truly authentic before your heavenly father, your creator. And it's really a time for us to to discover what is in our hearts Mm -hmm. and to allow him to speak to those things. So what I would hope is that my confession helps somebody say, okay, I'm not the only one maybe that this is where I would desire myself to be Mm -hmm. on this, you know, whatever this is speaking to. But in reality, that's not really where I am. Mm -hmm. And it's not condemning in any way, shape or form. It's just how do I hold that before the Lord? So important to linger on those things because that's your spiritual formation. That's actually how you grow in God Mm -hmm. is to linger in his presence and uh, be truly transparent before him.
0: So good. I'm so glad you said that. That is tweetable, my friend. (laughs) We're going to go back in the video (laughs) to tweet that because in my devotional time in the last month or so, it's everything you just said has been pointing to exactly that. I don't know if your experience with some people in in teaching them what it looks like to have a devotional life, to be able to grow through. They kind of look at the scripture as being um, something to learn, to memorize, and not to interact with as far as God wanting to speak to you through it so it's more like, well, what is the context? What is the historical background? Of course, like there are some people that are wired that way that are, you know, are teachers and they want to learn all of the things. And I think that's wonderful. I love that aspect of it as well. But instead of, I think I've been trying to show people, let's push that aside for a minute. Yes, we want to learn all the things. It's all important. But the two questions my husband and I always ask people are, whether it's through their devotional time, when they're reading the scriptures, or if they're actually just... Going through something difficult, some difficulty. It's like, what are the two questions that you really should be asking yourself? Are, what is God saying to me here through this situation? Whether it's like I said, a difficulty, maybe He's trying to teach me a lesson, or through reading the scripture, what is He saying to me? And then, what am I going to do about it? Mm-hmm. What am I going to do about what He is? Yeah, you know. Okay, great. My scripture today was, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart. You know. Lean on your understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So what does that mean to me in this moment? And right. I'll be honest with you. When I started writing out my my little uh, application for the moment was, okay, I know that he, right away. I He brought to mind an area that I'm not fully trusting him in. Mm-hmm. So that kind of repentant heart, he's like, I'm calling you to, to repent of that. And I want you to confess it so that, you know, you can do better moving forward. Right. But the intimacy part today for me was all about intimacy because in that scripture there is a word. The word that I wrote down was uh, yada. So it's to observe, to acknowledge. So the word is acknowledge in all ways, acknowledge. Mm-hmm. And I wrote down yada. Yada could also mean to praise, right? There's different meanings for the word, but it says to observe and investigate, reflect, and then firsthand experience. A lot of times, you know, some of us tend to, we're so intellectual, we're allowing our minds to to try to understand what the words mean, right? I just gave you an example. I looked up a word for that word, what the Hebrew says. So my mind is is taking it in, but my spirit, the Lord wants to speak to my spirit as well and get it deep down inside of me so that in the future, he's going to bring this back to my mind when I'm speaking to someone else. And I'm going Mm -hmm. to say to them, listen, Yes, acknowledging him is not just saying, oh, you are God. But what it means is to experience him in his presence during that moment and then have him speak to you. So a lot of people are like, what do you mean speak to? How does God speak to you?
1: Well, and I think what you're pointing out there is that when you're looking at a devotional time. So there's a time for Bible study, Mm -hmm. which is a really great time that if you're like, I want to know context. Who was this for? Why was it written? all the historical little uh, nuggets and details that really illuminate the scripture. So So I would say that's really like really solid Bible study is what's necessary for someone to actually spend some time in so they can become a digger like you. Mm -hmm. But for a beginner, the kind of digging that you can do with a verse and maybe I can do with a verse because we've spent so much time in scripture, we already know what the context is. So Mm -hmm. we're just going to a concordance and we're looking at the original language and we're sitting before the Lord with it. And we maybe aren't using a guided book to go through that. And we have the blank page Mm -hmm. because we've been with him for so long that we we know that kind of the walking through with him. But for a beginner, the whole idea Mm -hmm. of engaging in a devotional life is to move from information to heart transformation. Mm -hmm. And unless you have a lot, it's like you need the undergrad degree before (laughs) you can get the master's. So a devotional life and engaging in a devotion that's going to walk you through something that Mm -hmm. is looking at a scripture reflection that's coming out of that is actually helping you to understand what a conversation that is like the writer's way of Openly processing with the reader, this is what the conversation with God about the scripture can look like. And then I hope that all devotionals would lead you with some kind of a call to action so that you're not being passive because our faith is not a passive faith. Mm -hmm. It is a relationship. And if you're married or have any friendship or anything, you know, you're going to get out of it what you put into it. So it is a relationship and you need to make an investment Mm -hmm. to you know, cultivate okay. that nearness. So I love that. I mean, for me, I do the same thing. I mean, somebody might use that term, like a verse of the day, you know, keeps the devil away or whatever, right, right. which yeah. is funny, but it actually doesn't keep, doesn't keep temptation and um, bad choices and all kinds of things mm-hmm. away for a, someone younger in the faith or who isn't as familiar with the Bible, because They don't have all that other. When you're at a certain spot in your relationship that, you know, you've already gone through several life seasons Mm -hmm. in that relationship, a verse of the day actually can be enough to foster a very vibrant relational interaction with the Lord because you have a history, right? Right. You know, the history, Mm -hmm. like you know, the context, it's just like, you know, you've been married for a long time. I've been married for 22 years. Mm -hmm. So there is already an established background behind Mm -hmm. that. So you can talk about the one small thing right in front of you because you have context for it. So many good nuggets. (laughs) I mean, Really to be super practical when Mm -hmm. I came to faith in my very early 20s. And when I wanted to start a daily Bible reading. It wasn't an in-depth Bible study, but I wanted to start to read scripture daily. I mean, mm-hmm. I went to Proverbs because it's practical,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's relatable, and there's 31, which means there's one a day. Exactly. And I think I did it, if I didn't do it three months in a row, cycle mm-hmm. through, I definitely did it too, just mm-hmm. to kind of get traction of setting a time aside. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be some verse in one proverb that is like real practical that you don't have to kind of in find out what they're inferring. No, exactly. It's like, you don't you know, have to figure it out. It's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> yeah. Like sit, you know, he who sits in the council of the wise becomes wise. Mm-hmm. Th- that's very plain. Very plain. Exactly. Very plain. So, so good. Yeah. I
0: love that you you gave this great distinction between devotional time where you're spending it and you are, one. my word today, I was listening to a, a, a favorite preacher and he was talking about tabernacling. Tabernacle really means is, you know, what what is Jesus? Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. He came he was the tabernacle, yeah, right? right? And now yeah. we, as the church, are supposed to house the presence of God by the power of the Holy yes. Spirit. I was like, "That's my. This is my tabernacling time, you know." So that's that's how I'm starting to think about it now. I was like, "Lord, I want to set up a tabernacle for you to come and, and minister to me, so that we could be together, because that's what you desired from the very beginning—to be with man and in this way to walk with him in the cool mm-hmm. of the day, right in the garden." I said, "So this is my garden time with you." This is my tabernacling time. So, I mean, there's so much richness there. And I think just this conversation alone will show ladies like this is what a devotional life, not just, you know, I love Bible studies. We do Bible study on Wednesdays with our small groups, you know, from the church. They're going through Thessalonians now. Yes. So, yes, like that's a good thing. Like we want to know what the reasons yes. of what the meanings are. My husband's a great teacher. But that devotional time during the day is, is so, so good. What you touched on about it being your, your intimate time. It's an experience, you know, with God where he gets to come and meet with you and you know, tabernacle with you. Yes. I love the idea of how you have the, the devotional laid out. I'm a big... Sickler for having a devotional plan at the beginning of every month because if I don't, I'm all over the place. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, there have been times when I'm like, I'll just read through the Bible. I'll do, like, I've been doing also chronologically uh, listening yeah. to the Bible on the Bible app, the YouVersion Bible app. So, like, I, I'll do that, but that's not my rich getting down to the meat of the word time. That's just right. like, almost like Bible memorization, Bible intake mm-hmm. for me. So, those are all good things, but it's like, ladies, if you're waiting for a Sunday morning experience, and that's your only time to kind of enter in with God and, and have this emotional attachment, emotional experience with him. And that's all you're doing. That's what we're trying to, to describe to you is like, there's so much more. He wants to meet with you every single day like that. And that's the time when you set that time aside. It's not that he just wants to teach you a good lesson.
1: He wants to be with you tell everyone where they can actually find you. Melissa C. Dyer underscore is my Instagram. So that's a good place to find me. And then my website, which is Melissa Great.
0: And yes. what, as far as you're transitioning? Maybe you can't release that information yet. What God is doing in you, but anything in the, on the horizon, anything new you're working on?
1: Well, this week I'm starting a certification program for transformational leadership, which essentially is likened a bit to like group spiritual direction. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's kind of really aligning with retreat leading. And doing some maybe more deeper work, more set aside time with women, integrating some contemplative spiritual practices. So mm-hmm. it's very retreating. If you don't know yourself well, how you best connect with the Lord, um, mm-hmm. retreating isn't, and is an amazing thing to do to kind of catalyze, Hey, What is going to work best for me? Is it, do I need the space? Do I need the silence? Do I need solitude? Do I need nature? Do I need to integrate some prolonged journaling time? What do I really need to integrate in my faith journey so that I can connect more deeply with him so
0: oh I love it I can't wait to see what you're doing with that I can't wait to come yes <laughs> I think yes. I need to come to Florida for- I think <laughs> you need to I definitely think you need yeah. to amazing and wonderful. So I just want to say thank you again for coming and speaking to our ladies. And, you know, everyone's on a different part of their path in this journey. And this has just been, I think, rich for them. And they're going to be able to get something from that. So I'm just going to pray really quick. Thank you, Lord, for the time that you've given us, Lord, and all these ladies that have been coming on and just learning from you, wanting to grow in their faith. I'm so appreciative of them and what your putting inside of them because you're drawing them you're calling them into a deeper walk in their faith with you so we're grateful for that lord keep showing us and guiding us as we're starting a new month these ladies are looking at different devotionals Father, speak to them about the devotional that you want them to go through for the month of October. It might be something different for everyone, but you have something specifically that for each and every woman that you want to speak to them, Lord, and you want to help them to grow in their faith through the month. Bless them, Lord. Guide them, lead them in making that wise choice. And I pray that you would bless Melissa and all of her endeavors and bless her abundantly for just coming and sowing these seeds that she would reap an amazing harvest, Lord, of blessings. And we just praise you and thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. amen Amen. thank you all right ladies god bless you i will see you next monday thanks melissa thanks for having me camille thanks so much for joining me today on this episode of because she chose i hope you found some encouragement and help to find time to grow in your faith let me know if today's episode resonated with you and send me a message on instagram at camille underscore mcintyre or at because she chose also on my facebook business page camille mcintyre If you are loving what you are hearing, make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave me a review and rating. Until next time, take care.